0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Blog
1: Talk Radio.
0: Welcome to Let's Talk Archetypes with your host, renowned intuitive and author, Roy Solberg. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. This is Roy, and we're going to talk archetypes with Tom Froelich. Um, I am broadcasting from my home in California, and I understand the phone system is a little bit low, so I'm going to keep yelling it so that you can hear me clearly. This week, um, as I said, we're having Tom on, and Tom is the author of My Uncle's Shoes and Other Gifts. Isn't that just the greatest title? It's magical and serendipitous stories. I can't pronounce that from everyday life. And he also wrote It Happened Along the Way. And his new project is I Am a Very Spiritual Yet Vulgar Man. And this is about Tom's journey to authenticity. This—that's what this radio station and this show is about—is becoming authentic. And so I invited him to be my guest today. To share his story and and just give you an idea of what it's like to make major major changes in your life and and the uh, challenges that you face and so on and so forth, so Tom, if you would join me,
1: hello, Roy. How are you today?
0: I'm great, thank you. So you know we've um we've known each other what about a decade or so, right, yeah and i you you moved from Wisconsin to California, and as yes, I about understand it well. that that was a long time dream of yours to live in California. So tell me what was the defining moment that made you say, "Okay, I'm gonna pack up my stuff and move
1: um as always, there were a variety of things. Um, I don't regret having stayed in Wisconsin as long as I did. I mean, I established some really deep uh, relationships with my family that are still you know, here today, and so I'm very grateful for that. Um, probably, as always, fear gets in the way. Um, but then the fear for the first time in this life served me in that I was 44 years old, <laughs> and I thought, wow, if I don't go now. I'm going to look back at my life when I'm 60 and think, what did I do, or what did I not do? And then, as it happened right around that time, I was in Venice, California, on business, and I was staying on the beach at a little beach house. And if any of you have been to the boardwalk in Venice, it's quite the circus. And <laughs> I always felt that in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, I I didn't fit in. Um, I bought a house so that I could have a mortgage, side, something to talk to at par- talk about at parties. You know, I wasn't. Oh my goodness. You know, I wasn't the married with two point two kids and two cars in the garage kind of thing. That just wasn't who I was. And and I was standing on the porch uh, at this speech house, and a guy, a man with a crew cut, breast implants, an orange bikini top, rollerbladed by, and nobody looks twice. And I thought, yeah. if I, um, if he can get away with that, this is the place where I can be whoever I want to be, and oh, nobody's looking twice. So and, that had a lot to and, do
0: with it. And so was that, did you come back then and pack up and sell your house? And
1: I came back and I thought about it for a year. I'm German from the Midwest, right? We don't make rash decisions. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought about it for a year and then I actually came back to Venice with my best friend. And we stayed at the same place and we were there for 15 minutes. And she looked at me and started crying and said, oh, my God, you're leaving me. You have to move here.
0: Uh-huh. Oh. And,
1: wow. and then I came back and I put my house on the market, sold everything I own bought a Saab convertible, and drove west, middle-aged man.
0: I love it. I love it. And th- was it as easy as it sounds once you made that decision?
1: Nothing is ever as easy as it sounds, Roy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I, I I that, retrospect,
1: but... that's the easy part, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, no, it was hard. I mean, I I had a beautiful house. I had wonderful friends and family and... I just felt that I needed to let that go to become who I needed to be, and I I didn't think that that environment was a place that I could really flourish and discover who I am.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's not always easy. Uh, yeah,
0: easy. yeah.
1: Life isn't that way.
0: So now that you're in, you how long have you been in California?
1: Seven years this year.
0: Oh, has it been that long? Oh my goodness. I know, right? Yeah, I love it. And seven is a, a year of completion. So um, so you achieved your goal of living there, and what were some of the challenges, and what were the good things and challenges in making that move? What did you discover about yourself?
1: Um, that I can really blend with just about any group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I was once told by someone who may or may not be on the radio with me right now that everyone doesn't have to like me. But yes. <laughs> but I do. I somehow have this gift, and maybe it was, it was a protective device, I guess, long ago, that I had to mm-hmm. figure out who to be so that I could fit in. And now I get to use it as a tool because I just give in groups of people and know how I can blend with them. And, and I've made some great friends. Um, you know, one of the big benefits of living here is that it is a city full of people chasing their dreams, or at least they pretend to be. Uh, but some uh-huh. do. And that's allowed. That is the norm. You know, you're not the odd man out and so you see other people doing that, and it, it there's a synergy that happens. You know, mm-hmm. when a friend gets an audition or gets a, a, a TV part or, you know, someone, uh, my friend Alex's band is playing the pig and whistle in Hollywood and said, wow, there are all these creative people that are making things happen just because they decided to do it.
0: Right, right. So what would you advise someone who is listening to the show and kind of on the fence about, I really want to... And, of course, as you said, fear is the biggest barrier to taking that first step. So any advice for them?
1: I would say, first of all, you better make sure that you're chasing your own dream and not someone else's. Perfect. Because I think that we often will look at, for example, the other day I saw, and it's January, keep that in mind, you people in the cold weather, I saw a guy (laughs) riding down the street on his bicycle with his wetsuit on going surfing with his surfboard under his arm. Mm-hmm. And I had this bit of envy, and I thought, wow, look at him. He's going to be on that. T- I'm afraid of deep water, right? He's going to be, right. don't like getting water up my nose. He's going to be on that surfboard riding the crest of this wave and looking at the beaches he rides and how awesome, the sense of freedom he must have. And I had this bit of envy, and then this other voice came into my head and said, you're terrified of deep water. You don't want to be on a surfboard.
0: Right, right.
1: And what I realized, what I wanted was that feeling that I thought that he would have. Mhm that sense of freedom and that connection to the earth and the energy of the universe, and I know that in my life, I get that in different ways, so when you're chasing your dream, you need to make sure that it's your dream because what brings someone else happiness is not going to bring happiness to you and, and what you comes along with I'm sorry what comes along with that is a lot of honesty and soul searching about who you are, who you want to be. Mm-hmm. and will the things that you want to accomplish bring you joy, or are you doing it for someone else? Yes. If you're doing it for someone else, the joy is never going to come.
0: Yes, I, I I teach and preach that constantly. So did you ever chase a dream that wasn't yours?
1: Oh, sure. I think we all do that. Um, we live in a society that has expectations of us. And, you know, they pigeonhole us, and want, people want to be able to think they understand another person, and so they have to put us in a box. Yeah. Um, and if you are afraid, you are going to stay in that box so that people accept you.
0: So that is very true, and and we find safety in that box when we're... Um, you know, it's a great place to hide and just visualize right. and dream without taking action, unfortunately. Right. And I think we it's all about do the that. Pardon?
1: It's about the action. You can do all the vision boards and write all you want and talk to your friends about all the things that you plan on doing with your life. But if you don't take the first little step, and it better be a little step because the big steps are just a technique we use to overwhelm ourselves. Yes. You take yeah. a little step, and when that little step works out, because it will, you take yeah. that next little step and the next little step after that, because a whole bunch of little steps, they add up to one great big step, and you look back and you think, damn, mm-hmm. wow, and,
0: and look I at where to I, advise, I got. When, when you take one giant leap, it will scare you enough to send you back and say, I'm never doing that again. So, <laughs> exactly. Like you said. Go
1: ahead. Exactly. Yeah. And you it's know, being um, honest about what your capabilities are. Um, You know, I'm never going to be an astronaut, Roy, nor do I want to be, Um, you know, or a neurosurgeon, you know, a neurosurgeon. I remember years ago there was an episode of Oprah, and it was during during one of her weight difficulty times, and she had a nutritionist or a dietitian or something on, and and he was talking about the way you needed to eat and exercise to remain fit and trim. And she said, but, doctor, I know know so many people that can eat three cheeseburgers a day, and they never get fat. And he looked at her and he said, well, Oprah, apparently that's not you. (laughs) So even Oprah, the queen of television, doesn't get to have everything. So you need to look at what gifts the universe has given you. And you need to strip away what the expectations are from from other people and just see what that kernel is inside of you that makes Mm -hmm. you sing. And you have to go after that.
0: Love it, love it. So where you have written quite a bit of, of, um, you have the My Uncle Shoes, and uh, it happened along the way, and I am a spiritual, very spiritual yet vulgar man. I love the title of that. Can you tell me what that's about?
1: Well, that had to do with the soul searching that I I just talked about. Um, Throughout my life, people were often surprised that, by me and I couldn't figure out what it was because in college I was the fun party guy and I was funny. But I also mm-hmm. got good grades and I couldn't figure that out. Well you shouldn't get good grades because you were, you know, dancing on a table last night. <laughs> well yeah, but I went to the library after that. And yeah. you know, I've also since I was young, I was on a spiritual quest and would go to the library and get check out different books on different, you know, religions and that kind of thing and and um Yet I come from a body family of Germans that drink beer, that tell vulgar stories and jokes. And that's Mm -hmm. also part of who I am. And in the stories that I've written in my books, for a while I was trying to edit out one thing or another so that it would be more streamlined somehow. Mm -hmm. And when I did it, it didn't ring true anymore. And I could see through my writing that all those different things, all those different facets of my writing were, in fact, who I was. Mm-hmm. And if I was going to tell my story and hope that other people could, could benefit from that, I had to show all the sides of me. Because we all are made up of different things that may or may not seem to go together. But that's who we are. Right. And if you truly are being your authentic self, if you truly are, and all those things are there, they're going to fit. They're going to fit. My grandma used to say, you know what, green and blue are always going to go together because the grass goes with the sky. <laughs> so if you're trying to be someone else, you're going to get a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't fit.
0: And and when we are authentic, then we pull in energies from other people and other experiences that that support that authenticity. So right, exactly. Have- where have you – tell us about – we were talking the other day, and you were saying that certain you've run into certain people, certain events have happened. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Oh, people that, that have, you know, encouraged me and fed my soul rather than bled it dry? Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My friend uh, Fondé Bridges, who wrote the book 101 Suggestions for Better Living that I designed, mm-hmm. um, he is like – one of my solo brothers, he he still is in Wisconsin, but we talk maybe a couple of times a year. And he just sees who I am and he believes in me and loves everything, even my vulgarity, everything about mm-hmm. me. Um, and I have a friend, Anne, who is actually my high school art teacher a very long time ago, who uh, had lived in New York for many years after she taught high school and then ended up back in Milwaukee living a block from me. And we renewed our friendship and i'm still in contact with her um because i call her my muse because she has helped me with my writing and mm-hmm. the first serious piece of writing i um, wrote i called her after i'd written three pages and i said i'm really afraid i need to read this to someone i think it might be good mm-hmm. and i read it to her over the phone and she said wow t how long did it take you to write that And it's only about 15 minutes and then i've edited it's like just hang up the phone and keep writing So I think we also need to be aware of the people that we bring into our lives, Roy, the people that Mm -hmm. are going to nurture us and going to trust us and believe in us because certainly people in the creative arena are very sensitive people. We just are. (laughs) It's a blessing and a curse. And you need to have people around you that are going going to support that because you can't do it on your own. You can't
0: you you can't and and well we as i said when we get authentic as we as we move into who we truly are and express that in the world we magnetize those who will support us but when right. we're afraid we will magnetize someone who is critical who will um cut down what you're doing who will um make, bring all of those insecurities to the surface well, because and we want someone way, to prove to us. Yes, what we're putting out, we want to. We want reflected back. So exactly. it is. It is really important to, um, to to know, like you said, know your dream, know who you are, and know what, and have confidence in yourself. It's wonderful to have someone to reflect that confidence back to you, and and the fact that you're on the right track. So, do you ever run into uh, people who are not supportive now that you. Have. Oh, I
1: think the majority of the population, right? You. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, personally. I, I, I think that. Sure, sure. And, I think. And how do you handle that now?
1: Um, when I just said that, that you need to be careful about the people that you bring into your life, uh, mm-hmm. that's become something that's, uh, that I'm more aware of lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really see that before. Um, it was, oh, you know, they're kind of negative, but that's okay, because they're, you know, fun to go to a movie with or whatever it might be. Now I look right. at it and I think, well, no, no, they're negative, and they're an unhappy person, and they want everyone to be unhappy with them. Yeah. And I can't spend time with you because you bring me down. And being going on this, you know, spiritual journey, this path of authenticity, you have to. Have people that are going to support you because it's difficult enough. If you have people that are bringing you down, you're not going to make it. And it's not being unkind. It's not being boastful. It's not being arrogant. It's not. It's no. Just like eating the right food to keep yourself healthy, it's keeping your soul, well, your spirit healthy.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And when sometimes when we go to the movies with someone is who is negative or. Is not a fit for our our particular um journey we will do it, and we're in the prostitute archetype. We are selling out just to have someone to go to the movie with right someone to keep, someone to be with us um This is a common i think we all do that at at one point in our life that we give up who we are uh in order to achieve. Uh, companionship, or or whatever, whatever that we're going to. So it's really important to be aware of this, and not and when you do come up against someone who is uh, or a situation that um, does not support you to move out of that very, very quickly, very quickly. Right. So um, you've made some major shifts and decisions in your life. This is it. This past year.
1: Uh, about two years ago.
0: Mm-hmm. do you want to share that?
1: oh sure, sure. um, well, probably it was about three years ago I was looking at my life and and looking at the gifts that I truly believe are gifts and i would I've been a, a talented artist since I can remember I held a crane at the age of three probably um mm-hmm. and I'm a talented writer. I begin with all these things that didn't seem to be going anywhere, and mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out why and I was having difficulty financially my rent all those kinds of things that many of us have been through and you know uh, part of it's the economy and part of it's Tom Mm Fralick so I had to come to terms with that and I decided that the possibility existed that um, I had a problem with alcohol you Mm -hmm. know an addiction to alcohol and if I was going to make something of my life I needed to remove that from the equation Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: um, I made the decision to do that and it's funny when I walked into my first room of Alcoholics Anonymous there was a a banner on the wall with the 12 steps of AA written on it. And mm-hmm. I looked at thought, wow, this is like a spiritual workshop. <laughs> <laughs> I can do this. I did uh-huh. this with Roy Solberg <laughs> 10 years ago. Uh, so I will give a large portion of the credit of where I'm at um, spiritually at this point mm-hmm. in my life to that program, um, because it is tearing yourself down and building yourself back up again with the parts that you want to keep. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, cleaning out all the things that that no longer work for us. Right. Which this year is a big year for cleaning out. Uh, In order to, because it's a year of creativity. Uh, Michelle says it's a a year. It's a number six, which is, you know, abundance of creativity coming in, and in order to receive all of that, we have to be clear. We have to get down. well, the message I've been getting lately is to get down to the bone, where spirit and the physical world meet. So you don't have all of these outside um, or past or, you know, the things that are holding us down that are not allowing us to express fully who we are and who our gifts are or what our gifts are. So I am um, I'm, I'm still want to go back to your... Um, <laughs> spiritual, yet very vulgar man. What what are you doing with that now? Is it a book? Is it uh, a website, blog?
1: Well, that all began because of um, Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, Part of that program is that you are to be of service and to be a blessing in the lives of others. And every morning I would wake up and I would be struggling with something and I wouldn't allow myself to push to the side anymore. I decided that I needed to process that and figure out what the difficulty was. And in doing that, suddenly these quotes started coming to me each morning uh, that had to do with the resolution to that conflict. Mm-hmm. And I emailed or I texted one to a friend, and he said, well, Tom, did you write this? And I said, well, yes, I did. He said, well, send me more. You should keep doing this. Mm-hmm. So that was about 20 months ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now I have uh, 500 quotes, um, which uh-huh. I am working on uh pairing down to about 100 for a book. Okay. As well as uh that will be the name of my uh, inspirational speaking tour. Okay. Because I want to to share with people how important it is to find out who you are, to be comfortable with that and to celebrate it. Yeah. And it's not just okay to be different, we are in fact different. And we now live in a society of of people that want to clone themselves into someone else. And Mm -hmm. what a shame that is because we are made up of, I don't know what, all different colors of the rainbow. (laughs) And let's be that. Let's be who we are and and be excited about it, not afraid of it. Um, Someone recently told me that there are five seeds in an apple. Mm -hmm. But each of those seeds has a different genetic makeup. Mm -hmm. So it depends on which seed goes into the right soil, whether it be acidic or alkaline or whatever it might be, one of those seeds will grab hold and flourish. We are like those seeds. We each have a different makeup that's going to flourish in different environments, and we have to find out what that is.
0: I love And I want to encourage
1: it. people to do that.
0: Yes, absolutely. I love that analogy. I've always heard you can you can count the seeds in an apple, but you can't count the apples in a seed. So we don't know <laughs> if planted in the, in the right environment what that will do for us, what the flourishing would do and I I mean who knows? I mean look at how right. much how much you have written just in the time that you've been out there. And, right. and I love the idea of the inspirational uh speaking tour. I think that is I want on that list.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're on it.
0: I want I yeah. want some
1: I'm, um... <laughs> I'm excited about it as well.
0: Oh good, good. So, what mm-hmm. else do you have in your? We have just a few minutes left here. What else do you have in your um in your plans in your future? What are you working on besides the the speaking uh, tour pretty
1: much it's uh, um it's the speaking tour and getting that book uh polished up uh, finding mm-hmm. a literary agent for that which mm-hmm. um can be challenging um mm-hmm. I'm also believe I'm going to be uh starting doing what a friend of mine calls my meditation adventures. Uh-huh. Um, for a uh organization here in Los Angeles called uh, Spectrum Life Design uh-huh.
0: uh
1: they put a program together to help you design your life and oh, I, love I it. recently met the owner and she found out that I did this and she mm-hmm. uh we're talking about me getting involved with that and doing meditations to kick off their program uh-huh,
0: perfect now, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. how can people get in touch with you <clears throat>
1: um my email address, I believe, is on your website. It's TomCFralich okay. at Mac.com. Um, if they're interested in my book, uh, It Happened Along the Way, that is available uh, as a PDF file. You can pay mm-hmm. through PayPal, and I'll send you a PDF file, and with my Uncle Susan and other gifts as well.
0: Okay. They're, Same deal on both that. they both on Amazon.
1: No, the only one on Amazon is uh, It Happened oh. Along the Way. So I started marketing okay. it on my own. Okay. Um, you can get through Amazon or a Kindle if you like, but some people do have Kindles, and mm-hmm. so I would just send them a, an electronic file that they could read oh, on okay. their computer. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, we had talked about blog or website. Right. And do you have those set up? Are you going to set those yeah. up so people can? And can people get on your list to uh, receive a daily inspirational quote?
1: Yes, if they just contact me by my email address, I will add them to my list.
0: Oh, wonderful,
1: wonderful. Certainly. Oh,
0: I love um, yes, it.
1: Yes, the blog has yet to happen. I'm, I, one of the gifts that I don't have, Roy, mm-hmm. is to be technologically savvy, and I have to humble myself in that arena. But I'm working <laughs> on it. I'm certainly working on it. And anyone that gets on the list will then uh, be given that information when it happens.
0: I um, was always told to do what you do brilliantly and allow other people, hire other people to do the rest. So
1: I think fine. that's sound like, advice.
0: Yes, let's find you a good um IT guy or gal. <laughs> Perfect. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well Tom, thank you so much for um for coming on today. And thank I want you, you Roy. to come back. I want you to come back and uh chat with us more. And I'd be I happy everyone can get in touch with you through um either blog radio or through the uh through my, my site. So Thank you again.
1: Terrific. Thank you, Roy. You have a great day.
0: You too. (laughs) Bye. Bye. -bye. So that's one example and one man's experience of becoming authentic. And when we are in that authentic uh, arena where we know who we are and we know how to express it, we open up, to all sorts of spiritual uh, adventures, as as Tom had said. And that, in turn, allows everyone else around us to become authentic because there's no more game playing. There's no more... um, um, Your interaction with, with other people is clear. And when it is clear, energy moves faster. We don't have all of our stops and starts, and we can create... Because we, just like Tom, who has this gift of being with people and communicating with people through written word and verbal words, um, we all have that gift. And it's often buried under all of the um, things that we think we should be or think we should do. So Pima chaudron's her quote is, the more we witness our emotional realities and reactions, and understand how they work, the easier it is to refrain from going down that road again. So if you are in the midst of changing, it's really important that you become acutely aware of how you're reacting, when you're reacting, and stay with that situation, stay with that emotion, stay with those thoughts until you can clear it. And this is one way to release some of the things that you're holding on to in order to become authentic. Next week, I will be uh the show will be coming to you from Hawaii and um uh Christina Gallagher of Navigating Wisdom is going to be my guest. So until then, have an absolutely great week. Enjoy and we'll talk soon. Thanks. Thank you.